The following contains descriptions of physical violence, sexual violence, and graphic descriptions of autopsies. Hey listeners, welcome to episode 70 of TGIC Podcast. I'm Jillian. And I'm Izzy. And we are so back. It has been so, so long back. since we recorded, but we are so excited to be back and record some new episodes. We are on Zoom today, so if there's yeah. any sort of like gaps or any sort of weird audio, like that's why. But we're doing we're doing our best. We're back. We're here. We're trying the best we can. Yeah. So today we're actually going to start off with a pretty big case because it's had some recent updates. And honestly, I think when I started seeing updates, I kind of fell out of the loop because I've never really looked into this case before. Yeah, I haven't either. Yeah. So I just kind of wanted to like check it out for myself and then also like fill in you guys, like in case anybody else didn't really know a lot about this case because it's gotten a lot of press recently. So yeah, let's just get started. Today, we're going to be covering the murder of Dee Dee Blanchard, which is also known as the Gypsy Rose case. All right. Claudine Dee Dee Petrie was born in Chack Bay, Louisiana on May 3rd, 1967. You know, that's my birthday. I, I mean, like, that's not, birthday. She's I mean, not 1967, woman. but like. That's kind of, my dad was born in 1967. Whoa, that's crazy. Whoa. Hmm. I'm not, I'm not liking the May 3rd thing, but okay, no. let's just continue. You um, know who else is born on May 3rd? Who? Oh, never mind. Oh. <laughs> what? I, I thought Robert Pattinson was born on May 3rd, but I think he's born on May 13th. He's oh. a triple Taurus. Damn. That's awkward. Um, <laughs> I think, no. I was going to say, I thought I'd share a birthday with Jojo Siwa, but I actually don't think I do. I think her birthday is like something else in May. Oh my God. I share a birthday with Logan Paul. That's interesting. Which is horrible. <laughs> okay. Anyway, I don't know anything to bless your birthday with, but I guess I sort of have some sort of thing now, I guess. Yeah. Um. Anyway, uh, Dee grew up with her parents and her four siblings in Golden Meadow, Louisiana. When she was 24 years old, she learned that she was pregnant and the father was 17-year-old Rod Blanchard. Did you notice that? Like that the, the big age gap and the fact that he was like 17? I honestly didn't notice it, but I watched a documentary and he talked about it and he was like, yeah, it was just what he did. Like you had to get married. If like, Oh, the fact that she was 24 and he was 17. I know. That's crazy. 24 is like fully like. Like, I I feel like, I feel like there's so many crazy aspects of this case, but that's just like something like it's so brushed over, but like Mm -hmm. he was in high school. He was a junior in high school. I think that's wild. Just crazy so confused anyway but I was like why has that never been discussed before why does no one say anything about that anyway they ended up getting married because they lived in a really religious area and that's what they were just like expected to do like you were saying um the marriage ended shortly after the birth of their daughter because Rod claimed that he got married for the wrong reasons which kind of makes sense um uh Dee Dee then took her daughter to go live with her family Gypsy Rose Blanchard is her daughter. She was born on July 29th of 1991. Just three months after she was born, Dee Dee took Gypsy to the hospital because she believed she suffered from sleep apnea. Um, It's not confirmed whether or not Gypsy actually suffered from this condition, but it is known as like the first time that she was taken to the hospital for something, whether or not it was legitimate or not. I don't actually know what sleep apnea is. I think it's some sort of breathing thing, right? Well, I think it's like, 
the, I think I always get sleep apnea and insomnia confused in my head, but sleep apnea is a thing where it's like you wake up and you can't, like you're not, like you stop breathing when you're sleeping. Okay. That's what I thought it was. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So she was taken into the hospital because of this. Um, however, Didi kept taking her to the hospital because she discovered that like when she brought her kid in as a single mom and stuff, she benefited like financially and socially. Like after this happened, Rod uh, began sending her $1,200 a month in child support just to help with like Gypsy's condition. And so that's like a lot of money, um, yeah. especially it was a lot more than she was getting before. And doctors and nurses were also sympathetic to Dee Dee just because like she had this sick baby. She was a single mother. So she got a lot of sympathy. So I whether or not the sleep apnea was real or not, it was the first time that Dee Dee realized that she could like benefit from her child's misfortune, basically. Um, by the time that she was eight years old, Dee Dee had claimed that Gypsy suffered from a long list of serious conditions, including muscular dystrophy and leukemia. She was forced to use a wheelchair and a feeding tube, which are, there's like an, a surgery, I believe, to install a feeding tube. Like it's not exactly yeah. like easy. Yeah. And it's every, you have to like get it changed every six months. Yeah. It's Just a complicated crazy. process. Um, Dee Dee also shaved Gypsy's head to give her the appearance of someone who was undergoing chemotherapy. So by the time she was eight, Gypsy was essentially made to look and feel like she was sick. Mm -hmm. um, she was forced to go undergo several surgeries to fix these conditions. Um, Dee Dee said that she like, like, well, she claimed, Dee Dee claimed to have, that she had all these conditions. And so she was forced to go under these like surgeries basically. And this is like, there's a lot of surgeries. There was stuff on her eyes because supposedly she had these like terrible visual impairments. And then she also like had this drooling problem because her mom was giving her so many medications. And so Dee Dee said that she had like issues with drooling basically, and that she had to have her salivary glands removed, which is another major surgery. God. And then as like a result of all this, her teeth like started to rot. They're not really sure what the main cause was. It's either like a result of the medications, the fact that she didn't have salivary glands or just like neglect in general. She wasn't having dental care. Um, so her teeth, like she ended up having teeth pulled. <sighs> Which like that alone is just such a long list of like surgery she was forced to have for like conditions that were like- Not real. Found out just weren't real. Yeah. And like- all the medicines I'm sure she was on too. Yeah. Yeah. It's insane. Just, she was put through so much by like, and that was all just like, she was eight. Yeah. Um, despite the fact that these conditions were made up, doctors often believed Dee Dee just because she just seemed like such a devoted mother. When doctors would refuse gypsy treatment, Dee Dee would just like stop going. So she would switch doctors frequently. And then the ones that didn't believe her just got totally left behind. Um, by the time that Gypsy was like old enough to talk, she was told not to volunteer any information about her condition. And just because like she didn't speak on behalf of herself, it like just made her seem more sickly. Yeah. Um, Gypsy herself even believed that she suffered from this like long list of conditions. And her father like wasn't really involved in her life at this point because Didi had kind of cut him out. Like they got the child support, but Didi didn't really want too many family members involved to like seeing what was happening in Gypsy's life. And Gypsy her whole life just believed her father didn't want her because she was sick. That's so sad. And I know. Just, 
she's so young and she's been conditioned to believe all of these things her entire life that it's like, that's all she knows. Yeah. Like she, thinks, she thinks her mom is taking care of her. Yeah. She thinks her mom's taking care of her. She thinks she's really sick. She thinks her dad doesn't want her because she's really sick. And then she all like later, she'll just find out that all of that's not true. Um, <sighs> more on like how Dee Dee was like believed it was, she kind of had like some background in nursing, like not extensive nursing training, but some level of nursing training. So this is like what freaks me out the most is that she was actually able to like accurately describe conditions that could not be directly tested for. <gasps> Or she would, like, give gypsy medications that would, like, mimic symptoms. Oh, my God. So, like, she did her research. This was not just, like, she would go in and, like, say that she had all these things and hope that the doctors believed her. Like, she knew what to say that, like, they couldn't directly check for. Yeah, like, she knew what she was describing. Yeah, exactly. Or she would just, like, give her stuff that made her, like, mimic the symptoms, which is even, like, more horrifying. Yeah, so when family members started to question Gypsy's need for a wheelchair, Dee Dee actually relocated her and Gypsy to Missouri in 2005. Um, she had claimed that they'd been victims of Hurricane Katrina as well so that they could receive like government aid to move. What? Like a lot. Like that's like so much. Like not only are you just like moving because people are starting to doubt you, but you're also just like taking government money, especially away from people who need it. Like, yeah. Like people who are actually affected by Hurricane Katrina. Yeah. Like, I think they got to move into, like, public housing and stuff in Missouri because, like, Dee Dee was like, oh, we were, we were victims of Hurricane Katrina. Oh, oh, my gosh. And Hurricane Katrina also provided a reason for Gypsy not having any medical records because she just, like, claimed that they were lost in the storm. So oh when they, like, relocated God. and these new doctors were like, well, where are the, like, records? She was just like, well, they got lost in the storm. Oh, my God. I'm, like, speechless. I'm, like, listening to this. I'm, like what i know okay this is where it actually gets worse if you can believe that great at this point Dee, Dee forged a birth certificate that changed gypsy's birth year from 1991 to 1995 what yeah so she made people believe that gypsy was four years younger than she actually was and she told them that she had like the mental capacity of a child so not only did people in their like new community think that gypsy was like a good bit younger than she was, but also they thought that she had like the mental capacity of like a seven-year-old. So like, I don't, I don't remember what year this was. Basically what it was, she was 14. People thought she was like 10 and like, couldn't think like a 10-year-old even. Yeah. And it was also like, I, in the documentary I watched, um, they were showing pictures and they were like, she looked much younger than she was. Mm -hmm. Like she was on a feeding tube and she was malnourished like she was being malnourished by her mom and yeah. she also had like the shaved head and the big glasses so she looked a lot younger than she was mm -hmm. um on her 18th birthday well actually before that even she was just like for years after they moved she was kept like sedated basically and just like constantly confused because she was like on these different drugs like so many medications were being combined so after a certain amount of time she didn't even know like how old she was like it this lie became so easy to get away with just because she was like herself was confused oh my god yeah and so then that kind of leads up to her 18th birthday like her real 18th birthday her father called her but Dee, Dee like intercepted this phone call and told him that he could absolutely not inform her of her actual age because she thinks she's 14 and it would really upset her if she was told out otherwise oh yeah so even if there was this like off chance that she could like you know find out her real age it was intercepted yeah 
Over the years, Dee Dee and Gypsy received a ton of attention and support because of their supposed struggles. And they like often participated in like charity events, received aid. I heard a story about like Gypsy like singing at some sort of charity event because like she was like this leukemia patient. Like, oh, I saw the video of that. Yeah. Like, they like received so much stuff. I think they got trips, like make a wish trips to like Disney. Like, I think there's pictures of her at like a Miranda Lambert concert, like with Miranda Lambert. Whoa. Like they just, they received a lot of stuff because it was a single mother, her like child with so many different conditions. And they just, they like went through it. And so they were considered like this, like amazing case of like hope and everything. And it wasn't even like legitimate. Oh my, she was just, Didi, like the amount of manipulation, I know, is just insane. Like it's like it's it's so crazy to me. Yeah, and then like on okay, and they eventually moved to Springfield, Missouri, because in two thousand eight, Habitat for Humanity built them a house, which oh is like God. crazy. Like that's like how much like support they were getting is like Habitat for Humanity built them a house. They built them this like pink house, and it has like a wheelchair ramp and everything. And, you know, Gypsy was just excited to have, like, the, she got this house and she thought she was sick. So, you know, she was excited for the house. Yeah. Dee I'm sure appreciated the house, but, like, they shouldn't have even been getting it because she wasn't even sick. Like, Dee Dee, like, scammed the whole thing. No, literally. Like, this is, like, more of a financial scheme. Yeah. Like, than I would have ever thought. Like, before researching this case, I had no idea how, like, bad it was. Mm-hmm. And then it's also, it's like taking away from other people too. like Habitat for mm-hmm. Humanity. Don't they like build houses abroad and stuff? Like, yeah, it's like full charity work. Like, yeah, it's like, um, yeah, they don't receive any money for any of the work they do because they're a nonprofit. Um, anyway, I'm sure those of you who are familiar with this case have already like know this, but Dee Dee is believed to have had a mental disorder called Munchausen syndrome by proxy. And it's also a form of child abuse. It, the cause for this disorder is really unclear, but, but it results in parents making it seem like their child is ill for attention because this disorder is rare. Medical professionals are not often trained to identify it, which is how it went unnoticed for so long in Gypsy's case. Um, later people would like other doctors would say that they suspected it, but like no one ever intervened. So it doesn't really matter. You know what I mean? Yeah. Which is, it's just crazy to me. Like later there would be doctors that were like, yeah, we kind of suspected that, but like you didn't call child protective services. Did you? No, literally I'm about to talk about one of those doctors and it's so frustrating because it's like, yeah. Like you can say it later, but like it doesn't count. You didn't really try that hard at the time. No, exactly. So I'm going to get into like the timeline kind of leading up to the crime. Um, So by the time the gypsy was 14, um, her and her mother had moved to Missouri, like we were saying, and she went to a pediatric neurologist named Bernardo Flasterstein. So after ordering MRIs and blood tests to further look into gypsy's muscular dystrophy diagnosis, he became really skeptical because he found absolutely no abnormalities in her tests. Mm -hmm. Like she could support her own weight. And Dr. Flasterstein actually said that she had like normal muscle tone in her legs that was not consistent with someone who had been paralyzed for nine years. Um, and literally on his documentation of like the visit, he literally wrote on the like on the document and underlined it, quote, mother is not a good historian. Close quote. Interesting. Which is really interesting. <laughs> That's sort of like an interesting way to phrase it too, because that like 
I don't know. I feel like that's the first time that it actually points out that Dee Dee might have like not sounded legitimate. Like I feel like a lot of the other stuff is like, oh, she was so convincing, but this is kind of just being like, well, she's not even a good storyteller. Like exactly. And he actually ended up contacting Gypsy's doctors in New Orleans and learned that the original test for muscular dystrophy had actually come back negative, which completely disproves Dee Dee's claims that all of D- Gypsy's records had been previously destroyed in the floor. Yeah, which just insane um like did you not think that anybody would check (laughs) i don't know um so like even with all of this information dr flasterstein actually didn't report what he suspected to be behavior consistent with munchausen by proxy other than like what he put in his report and he like essentially said that he knew nobody would believe him because of their long long history of like make a wish the habitat for humanity house just all of the charity work that they had been giving, like mm-hmm. nobody's going to believe this one doctor who's seen Gypsy like twice. Yeah. Because like they have this insanely long history and like there's so many different medical things that Gypsy had been diagnosed with at this point. Um, eventually, Dee Dee actually stopped taking Gypsy to see the doctor because she kept gaining access to his notes that he was taking in the appointment. How? I don't know. And she was like, I know he's getting on to me. I'm a dip. So, That's crazy. Absolutely. He should have like intervened more though. Like what the fuck? Yeah. Like he did not try hard enough. He was just like, oh, they're not going to believe me. Well, dude, you didn't even try. No, literally. And like now he's spoken out about it. But like, I think the problem is if he would have come forward with that sort of accusation and it had been like unfounded and like there wasn't enough to like convince him he would have lost a lot of credibility you know what I mean I suppose but I feel like if anyone had just started to look into this like it would have been pretty obvious you know what I mean I think it was just missing like the like the call exactly um and he I mean he found a lot of evidence on his own like I feel like if he reported it like they would have compiled so much more it would have been really easy to figure out once like someone looked exactly Um, So by 2009, an anonymous report was actually made to Missouri authorities that stated that Gypsy's various illnesses and diseases had no medical basis. Um, This report actually prompted two caseworkers to visit the Blanchard home. However, Dee Dee somehow manipulated them into thinking that Gypsy's ailments were in fact real. Like they literally came and visited and she was so good at like, I don't even know, just like doing this at this point and putting on this act that they believed her. Huh. That's crazy. Yeah. Um, so kind of switching past here a little bit throughout Gypsy's life, her mother would often take her to like science fiction conventions. And yeah. Gypsy was like really into sci-fi and fantasy. Yeah, exactly. And she like loved to dress up and it was just like a way for like her to kind of blend in as opposed to like sticking out in a crowd, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, and she went to them from like 2001 until her adulthood. And in 2011, Gypsy actually made her first escape attempt. This is like totally jumping quickly, but mm-hmm. she made her first escape attempt by going to one of these science fiction conventions with a man who she had actually met online. And Later, she ended up going to a hotel with him and she had confided in him about her situation and how she had been being abused. Um, and it's really unfortunate that Didi actually quickly tra- like tracked her down through mutual friends and 
literally brought her forged birth certificate and convinced the man that Gypsy was with that she was a minor, even though she was 19 at the time. Yeah. It was kind of, she like found her within like four hours or something. It was like insane. Like it was like super fast. Went on like a rampage. Yeah. And after the altercation, Dee Dee actually smashed Gypsy's computer with a hammer and threatened to break her fingers with the hammer if she ever attempted another escape. Oh, my God. Yeah. And Gypsy also claimed that for two weeks after this, her mother physically restrained her to the bed with, like, binds and handcuffs. That's insane. Yeah. And Dee Dee also later told Gypsy that she had filed paperwork to the police that Gypsy was mentally incompetent, which led Gypsy to believe that she couldn't come forward to the police about the abuse because she would be, like, discredited and, like, they wouldn't believe her because now they have this report that she's, like, mentally not, like, there. That's awful. Yeah. And up to this point, like, the abuse had, like, both physical and mental had just gotten a lot worse because um obviously gypsy was getting older and she was starting to realize like oh i'm not actually paralyzed like all this stuff yeah obviously she had found like social media and online forums so like the abuse that was like just became more and more and like gypsy said that her mama had actually begun like slapping her and hitting her with coat hangers at this point yeah which is just horrible yeah the abuse definitely started to pick up more and more as she got older just because she was like wanting to find independence yeah um but yeah we're gonna stop here for today but make sure to tune in to our february episode to hear like what happened next in this case uh follow us on instagram at tgic.podcast bye